Hi, I'm Christian. And I'm Angela. And we are married. And bored. Well, hello. Hey, everybody. It's us, Angela. And Christian. Your friendly neighborhood... Spider-Man. Podcasters. Yep. Talking games. We are so happy that you are taking time to listen to this episode. It's been a few for us, um, but there's a good reason. Summer vacations. There's a new baby. No, there's not. No, there's no (laughs) new baby. Uh, we're, We're elongating our cadence. Is that the right word of how we do shows just because it's summer and the kids are around more? And Yeah, and so instead of uh, getting paid for this, we do it for free. So <laughs> yeah, we have to... That's exactly what is going on. <laughs> we have to break it up a little bit more in the summer. Oh, man. Oh, kids. You can't live with them. You can't live without them. Well, it's been a while since we have done a true Married and Bored episode. Mm-hmm. But if you listen to our previous episode, we talked about another show that we were on, and we the it has since been released, right? Yes, we were on the Critical Encounter Critical Encounters podcast. Absolutely, yeah, so fun. And we were on episode I think it was one eighteen, yeah, and one nineteen. So there's two episodes of us chatting about. Well, we were chatting about Proxima Midnight and Corvus Glaive mm-hmm. in Marvel Champions. The, yes. Uh, Tower defense scenario. Yeah. I think we actually are on three episodes. Oh, they had the bonus secret episode. Yes. Did any I of mean, you guys listen to it? Oh, you guys, go listen to it because... I won the game. Yeah. Did you? Did you win? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that we I did. was waiting for you to go, uh, I won the game. Oh, no, I actually don't remember the outcome because the playing of the game itself was so fun. We did a little newlywed game. Yep, versus the other co-hosts. Yes. It was great. Um, And then we also talked about the tower defense scenario, the cards in there. If you are in any way a Marvel Champions player, fan, a Marvel fan. Or fan of us, of course. Yes, or Critical Encounters. Maybe you know them yeah and if you found them. us through them welcome yes we're talking about not marvel champions today but nope we're talking about a great game <laughs> but we do have marvel champions episodes that's true so if that's all you're here for that's fine with us yeah Just- so there's a link on our instagram account at married and board mm-hmm. um it's one of those link trees you can go directly to those episodes if you still haven't listened go listen to them we had yes. such a good time we hope to be back again maybe when the X-Men show up. Yeah. That'd be fun. You know, it was the first time, I'm sure people do this all the time, podcast over, like, remotely. Right? Yeah. But you're always in the same room as me. Oh, I see. Like, two people live in different places. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, like, there's one that I listen to where one guy's in Utah, one guy lives here in Phoenix, and the other guy lives in Canada. Right. <laughs> and they have a show every week. Exactly. Yeah. So, I know it, we're probably the the odd one out like it's probably more normal that people are in different places hosts are separate yeah yeah but it was just a neat uh different experience i guess is well, what it was, it was to neat say. too yeah mm-hmm. east coast west coast that was fun <laughs> trying to oh, yeah. get that scheduled with our kids and their kids and <laughs> we made it work yeah, it was great and so- we put out some fantastic material yeah go listen to it it was it was uh, a lot of fun had by all and we're looking forward to um doing it again like i said well Ange, it's been a while like we 
mentioned at the top. Yep. Uh, there's been a lot going on for us in terms of board games. Totally. What's uh, What's been on your mind? Um, well, a lot. But the biggest thing on my mind recently is that we received our pledge from Marvel United. Yeah, X-Men edition. X-Men edition. Everything is X-Men right now. Yeah. We said the champions. Yeah. Marvel champions. I'm looking at the Mar- X-Men Mutant Insurrection, yep. which is an... It's an okay dice game, but it's X-Men staring me in the face. And then United. X-Men United. So, or Marvel United X-Men edition. (laughs) Yeah. If you haven't uh, followed us on Instagram, you can see like this ginormous box that everything we pledged came in. We didn't even pledge everything. We pledged enough, (laughs) but we didn't pledge all that there was to pledge. And we got so much stuff. Miniatures cards um the miniatures are the most fun yeah there are there's so many i made our daughter count how many we got oh did she actually count yeah and so she said there was 88 miniatures across all the boxes we got that's so cool and like there's still some we didn't get which was fine we pick we picked and choose pick pick and chose what's the past tense of pick and choose We picked and chose. <laughs> uh, no. Well, we handpicked what we wanted. So that we didn't go all in and we didn't just get base pledge. There was some cool stuff that we wanted just from our, our fandom and what we knew about X-Men that we wanted to, to jump in and do it. Yeah. And the kids, they will play the actual game with us. And they're good and they like the game. But then... When we're not around, they will play with the miniatures. And I think it was day two that we had these miniatures, and they already broke off a piece. <laughs> yeah, they broke one already. Uh, well, the good thing is, is we're 87 out of 88. There's still yeah, many true. more to go. Percentage-wise, we are still <laughs> in the A range. Yes. Um, yeah, so that uh, kind of segues into maybe what's up with you with painting. Well, I was going to ask, too, before I talk about myself, which I could do all day. All day. Um, <laughs> we, you've been having a lot. So we had the base Marvel United game, and it came with three villains. Yep. We've, like, more than quadrupled <laughs> the amount of villains that we have. Yes. And I just talk about a little bit, like, how that changes the game and makes it infinitely more interesting. Yeah, it's so much more fun. And these villains do different mechanic, like things mechanically. That uh, it's not just like, you know, uh, this villain has a different health or this villain uh, deals with crisis tokens and this one doesn't. It's the, they've got all sorts of one of them has different personalities and one of them has threat cards face down instead of face up. And yeah. one of them um, spawns threat cards. Um, there's just all these different. Uh, neat mechanical things that match the villain's powers. Yeah, to to compare it to Marvel Champions, your heroes play the same, you know, every time you play. They might have some variation. Right. Uh, but the villain or the encounter deck in the Champions game makes the game different every time. Yeah. Depending on who you play. And so, like, you, Magneto plays way differently than ju- Juggle... Juggle... Juggle not. <laughs> Juggernaut. <laughs> <laughs> Juggernaut and Mystique <laughs> and and stuff like that. So yeah. we probably have like 25 villains that we can go through. Uh, and then X-Men, you know, good versus bad is blurry sometimes. So there are right. there are characters that you can do both with. 
Yep. So you can play good Mystique on the X-Men team, or you can fight Mystique. It's very cool. Yeah. Uh, okay, do you want to talk about yourself now? Sure. Let's get going. Sit down. Oh, grab I was cup, standing that whole time. Grab a cup of tea. Oh, um, thank you. I got... I started painting again, um, just vivid landscapes. <laughs> on your canvas? Yes. Oh. Uh, miniatures, of course. Um, I watched a video on YouTube, and this guy made it sound easy, which <laughs> they all do. <laughs> it's, it doesn't matter that he probably has 22 years of experience painting and went to art school and was an art professor. He just made it sound really easy. And so I was like, Yeah, I was like, oh, that's accessible. I can do that. Yeah. So I won some money through work and I was like, I'm buying new paints. And so I bought these um, army speed paints. There's one right there, Angela, if you want to grab it and make sure I'm saying the right name. It says Army, the Army Painter. Yeah. Speed paint. That's right. In slaughter red. Yes. And so if you're a painter, these are like uh, Citadel contrast paints. They're really thin, and they go down deep into the crevasses of the miniatures to highlight them. Was the emphasis on the wrong syllable A little bit. So I'm trying to get better. Um, I don't know. There's a half-painted Iron Man right here, Angela. Yeah. How would you you grade that so far? (laughs) I have no idea what he looked like to start with. Well, he wasn't red. Okay, but I just, I mean, I would grade that as um, Tony Stark is trying. He's trying. He's trying. His full suit is not quite built. Okay. here Here's a completed um, Captain America. Okay. Give me an honest grade on that. His pants are very well done. Oh, I'm a good pant painter. I mean, I'm just looking at the quad crotch region, and you've got... Yeah, you would. No, <laughs> they've got, like, uh, the contrast. Yeah. And then the boots mm-hmm. with the... Fur. Black and red. Ah. <laughs> You're going to sing some... Well, yeah, some Nelly. Yeah. And, yeah, no, it looks good. This okay. Is, this is very good. This is Cap is all done, new shiny suit. Yeah. So, you know, I'm I'm trying. And I got some fun paints from a company called um, Turbo Dork, Woo! which is a really cool name. And they have a really cool logo. It's over there by the paintbrushes. Um, no, it's a sticker on the table there. But, I got it. Yeah. It looks like a retro 80s out, outrunner. It's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. And they do like iridescent paint. So I got a couple bottles of those, and I painted one and a half aliens from Nemesis board game. Yes, the one, the ones that like are different in different lights. Yeah, they kind of go from green to purple or blue. Metallic-y? To, yeah. I don't know. The, it's been fun. So I'm trying to, like, I struggle with uh, keeping the paint bright. Everything mm. I see online, and I know that's... They're pros, and they've been doing it forever. Everything is so bright. Right. And mine, I think it's good, but it does seem a little bit dark or right. dull. Oh, I see what you mean. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, the blue could be brighter. More royal. Sure. And maybe that's just the paints I have or, like, this technique that I'm trying. But I don't know. If you any, have any painting tips. Any tips and tricks besides thinning your paints? Because I, I do know that one. 
You've got that one under control. Yeah, that's like the number one thing. Well, the Marvel United comes with so many miniatures, and someone recently on Instagram invited us to look up a Facebook group that shares their paint jobs of the miniatures. Yeah. And that's kind of where you're wanting to head. You're just afraid to paint one of those 88. Yeah, people are so good, and they make it look... Like the the minute the so the the sorry, the Iron Man and the Captain America that we just talked about those are from Crisis Protocol, right? Which are like they look like they do in the movies. United is more cartoon and chibi. Uh, chibi that's what they're called, and so they have big heads and small feet. Yeah, and they looked very. People can do it very well, and I just don't know. I don't want to ruin somebody. <laughs> yeah, and I also just don't want to paint some random. X-Men lady or man that I don't even know. Right. Like, oh, who's that guy? Well, this is um, Spiky Face. <laughs> Spiky Face. Yeah, he's a really dangerous X-Men from that one comic, Spike Face. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I want it to be yeah, a re- want- like recognizable. Like, oh, he did Cyclops, and it looks really good. Right. So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to, where to go next. You have my problem with painting that I have on, like, virtually everything else. Is, oh. <laughs> is, uh, why am I not good at it immediately? Yeah, I do have that. I have that problem with, I think everyone has that problem. Yeah. Like, there's the banjo in the corner here, and I wish I could play it <laughs> great, but I do have to practice. Yeah. Yeah, that's what paint, paint, you gotta practice. Yeah, you do. Well, Christian's going to keep painting his vivid landscape here. <laughs> Mental landscape. So just picture it. You, you... The sun sets <laughs> on an Arizona evening. And two lovers. It's 9 p.m. hands and do a podcast. It's 9 p.m. and it's still 103 outside. Oh, yeah. There's no holding hands in here. <laughs> Not when it's sweaty. Has anything else, anything else been going on? Well, yeah, lots, but... Oh, yeah. I think we've got a big, meaty body of the podcast. A meaty episode. Would you say? Yeah. So we talked about Root on our 10th, 13th 13th episode of the show. I remember buying this game. I bought it for myself for my birthday. You and I went to a game store. Happy birthday. Yep. And I bought, I remember this, I bought Scythe. Which I don't think we've done an episode on, and we probably should we have not. We should probably play it again with our game group. Yeah, it'd be really fun. And then I bought Root. I knew what it was. You didn't really know, and I just knew that it was woodland creatures. Yeah, and it was popular. Yes, this was. I mean, this was still was well, two and a half years ago, almost three years ago now. Yeah, so it was twenty nineteen. Yeah, early probably twenty nineteen. Well, no, eighteen. I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Let's do some math. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and so we didn't really know much about it. Started playing it, fell in love with it. And obviously they've had many expansions since we last chatted. The newest expansion, Marauders, just dropped You know, this past quarter. So that's what we're going to talk about. Awesome. So we'll take this break and we're going to talk Root again. All right. So Root. I've got no. <laughs> That's a good song. Um, anyways, Root, Ange, 
Hey. Let's, why don't you just break, not break down, but just do a quick description of the game, those who don't know what Root root is. Yes, Root is the woodland game of might and right. In Root, players take on the role of woodland creatures who are racing to earn 30 victory points. Since this game is asymmetrical, each player will achieve victory points through different methods. We've got battling, crafting, building, helping, and destroying. Don't let the cute creatures fool you. This game is cutthroat. Yeah, definitely. Definitely cutthroat. It's uh, deceiving. (laughs) Because everybody's so cute. But they also just want to kill each other. Exactly. Um, If you look... On our 13th episode, we do a full breakdown of this game. We discuss it. We don't review here. That's not really what we do. We just like to chat about games, and sometimes we talk about if they're right or not right for us, but that doesn't mean they're yeah bad games. They yeah. just might not be right for us, but we break it down fully in episode 13, But we listened back to that episode, and there's a few things that we wanted to either discuss further or maybe amend. Yeah, so we're not going to go through it all here, um, but we are going to talk about all the new stuff since we last chatted about Root, which is like 80% of what Root is now. Yeah. (laughs) And, of course, the new Marauders um, expansion that came out. Root became very famous on Kickstarter when it was released because of that asymmetri- asymmetri- tricky. <laughs> asymmetry. There you go. There it is. <laughs> That's a math word. I figured you'd get that one. <laughs> um, because it, every faction plays differently. That's what that means. And so it's a very hard game to learn. Yes. Um, to fully comprehend and understand what's going on board-wide. You can learn your one little faction and, and and survive in this game, right? But you may not know that I'm playing Angela and she's playing the moles. She might be two turns away from winning and I have no idea because I right. don't understand what she can do. So that's where the fun is and that's where the frustration is in Root, I think, too. And we talked about that the first episode and that hasn't changed. No. It's still something that we... Don't look forward to teaching. Don't get us wrong. We really like playing. Yeah, it's like one of those things you just have to go through it (laughs) to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Okay, so we're going to walk across these hot coals, and then we're going to get to what we want. To go through darkness to see the light again. That's right. That's deep. Or as my favorite NBA basketball coach, Monty Williams, says, Mm -hmm. everything you want is on the other side of hard. That's right. That's right. Thanks, coach. All right. So now we've coached you through <laughs> uh, learning this game. We talked a lot about the rule book in yeah. the first episode. Okay. Um, how do you feel about the rule book now? So I think the reason why we didn't like the rule book before is because it was new. It was a new style of rule book for us. And I think we mentioned like, oh, we love Fantasy Flight games and they have the learn to play and the reference. And that's great. Makes everything easy to find. But I think as Rudy has expanded, they've also made it easier to understand their rule book too. And maybe it's the amount of times we've played it now that it just, I don't have any problems with it right now. Right. What about you? Um... I don't refer to the rule book a lot, 
uh, mostly because we've now played it so much we've gotten used to it. Mm-hmm. And also when we have a, or in this specific game, when we have a very specific question, I don't, well, one of us might try to look it up in the rule book, but most of us around the game table will like look it up on BGG. Yeah, which um, is the same thing. Right, because... These days. Uh, I just don't, I wouldn't like say I hate the rule book. I know that they did it well for, you mentioned it's like a war game rule book and yep. it's set up like that. Yep. Um, I just wasn't used to it. And so I kind of tore it a new one. <laughs> <laughs> the first time we talked about it. Yeah, there, um, if there's anything that gets Angela heated, it's uh, rules. <laughs> rules. <laughs> rules get me so worked up. And if you're a board game publisher company that needs a rule book editor, let us know. You said that very same Did thing. I really? Yes. Because you're, you're the one who reviewed our last episode. You said the exact same <laughs> thing. That's so funny. Because I listened back to episode 13 like in its entirety and... Just to make sure that, like, we weren't double talking Just about things. Just repeating the exact same thing. Well, there he goes, repeating the exact same thing. Um, yeah, I would say it still is, I think, uh, quite intimidating to open that first box and see three rule books. There's three. That's true, yeah. And so, I, I don't know, I'd maybe, like, tone down my animosity towards the rule book a little bit, but it's still not my favorite thing. No, no, I think it just, yeah, it takes getting used to, mm-hmm. and I'm used to it. Well, hey. Yeah. Uh, what else has happened since the 13th episode with Root? We talked about starting a Root group. Root group. be our dream. Yeah. So, yeah, you know what? I am retracting my 2018 statement because I also know it's false, but we recorded in 2019, and then 2020 happened, and then everything broke. Yeah. So we weren't able to get a Root group. That's right. Right. So, right. That's why the timing makes sense. But yeah, so we, we've we been doing a pretty consistent board game group. And mm-hmm. we've played Root four times? Three times? Yeah. Seven times? Well, no, not as a group. You and I have played it. Yes. Yeah. So... Tell us group, about your Root group experience. I love playing Root as a Root group. It's been fun. It's a good one for our group because we tend to be a group that um, likes to play things we know, like we're familiar with. Yep. And then we also like to play things that keep the other players engaged when it's not their turn. Yeah, that's important for this group. Um, Just because there's five or six of us around the table... Uh, depending on, you know... The night. Who shows up. Yeah. And... Come on, John. <laughs> show up. <laughs> and it can take, you know, quite a long time, especially if we're learning a game or, like, refreshing our memory on a game, to get all the way around back to your turn again. And Root is nice because you're you're invested in other people's turns, whether that's like, oh, is someone taking my stuff? Or is someone battling me in a clearing uh cannot you can even play like ambush cards when someone battles you so it's not like you just peace out and go where the snacks are (laughs) come back in 45 minutes and it's your turn again yeah so that's why it's lent itself to our group so well yeah and we like games that we battle in 
Yeah. I think we've kind of gravitated to those style of games. So we've played Root a bunch. Rising Sun is a favorite. Yep. Ankh as well. So those kind of... You you take this place, I'll take this place, and we'll fight over it. Yep. So. Um, I will say that it's... There might be a sweet spot for me. Like, I feel like we talked about Root Group as, like, just the epitome of what this game could be. Yeah. And when we play Six, that map is so crowded. It's very clustered. And that's not the right word. Well, it's, yeah, it is. Why not? <laughs> you know, like an almond cluster. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it tends, I mean, maybe this is just like a pattern our group falls into. So maybe it's not universal, but like it tends to be that there's really only two people in the running for winning. Mm-hmm. And some people are haven't been in it since the beginning like like me last time we played it's just hard for certain factions to even get a foothold Mm -hmm. in a six-player game yeah i think we i want to like this game with six just because it invites more people right but i i think last time we even played with just five and that still was full yeah um so i i we actually, I don't think we've ever played with just four. No, that would be maybe my next like holy grail of. Yeah, because the root could be the the base game was for four people, right? And so, yeah, I don't know. So let us know if you normally play root with four. Let us know. It's four. Think? Four is funny for us, you know, personally, because you and I—that's two, obviously. Right. And so finding two more is sometimes more difficult than inviting three or four people. Well, Does that make it, sense? Yeah, it would lend itself perfectly to like another couple. Yeah, maybe that's that's the holy grail. Right. <laughs> hey, Arizona, uh, let us know. And then it, like, then it becomes like, a, well, do we know any couples that both like games like this? Because this is not like categories. Mm, I'm good and at then, that, though. Yeah, you are. And um, also, like, the kid thing, you know, kids. like, the Stinking young kids, kids. And so it's a whole, a whole nother thing. Right. Um, Christian, you talked about the Woodland Alliance mm-hmm. being your potential favorite mm-hmm. in the first episode. Yeah. Why don't you explain how you feel now? I'm terrible at this game. Uh, with oh, what, the whole game? I think so. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> no, last... I. So I really like the Woodland Alliance because everyone that I read online says they're so strong. They're great. And I'm just sitting over here like, I don't know what I'm doing. The (laughs) last time we played, now, I think eventually I, quote, caught up. Yeah. The guy who played the Rats, he won by, I don't know, was it like five points? Maybe. Yep. And I was in last place. 90% 90% of that game. Mm-hmm. And I still might have gotten last place. I think I did. But I still, I think I got into the 20s at least. Yeah. Like in my last turn, finally. Like I went, there was turns where I did nothing. Right. And that is not fun. No. <laughs> because like, I, I just don't understand how to play it. So if you're a Woodland Alliance player, 
What do you do? People keep on taking your sympathy tokens, and then you can't do anything. Right. And then so you're just putting those dumb things out every turn until they stop, until they start just ignoring you? Or, like, I don't know. Right. Because everyone was just killing, was it's battling a, your tokens. It's a point. Yeah. So why wouldn't you? And then all you have to do is give up a card. And then half the time people are like, well, I don't have any cards, so I don't have to give you a card. Well, the eerie, especially, because... Yeah, the decree. Yeah. Dorks. It's interesting. You, there's another, there's another faction or two you like, though. Yeah. So I want to, I want to like it because they're not, they're, it's not a typical. There's tons of guys in the board. Move them across risk style. Yeah. And defeat them. They're right. gorilla-ish. So they pop up and they do bad stuff and then they go away and then they pop up and do bad stuff. I like that because they can pop up anywhere. So like, I've played. The Otters a couple times. Right. River Folk. I did win a whole game on River Folk. They don't really battle at all. They can, and they do. Towards the end, you kind of need to. Okay. To get those final points. Because... No event- one wants to work with you. Right, because eventually it's like people are like, well, I'm not buying your stuff because you're going to win. Yeah. And it's like, well, I'm just going to kill everything then. Yeah. <laughs> but I also got funded pretty well that game you did so i had tons of actions at the end to go from like 21 to 30 points my last turn so i did win that i do like that because it's more uh sociable you can like get people to try to buy your cards and yeah that's that's fun table talk yeah uh and then the new ones are fun too as always so there's i will i will i like everybody except the birds and the cats probably yeah I've never played the cats. I don't play them when I play on my phone. I don't understand it. And I don't like the birds because I can't plan ahead that far. Right. What about what about you? What? Like favorite factions? Sure. Let's, well, we could talk about... Yeah, let's just talk about your fa- a couple of your favorite or highlights or in route with the group. Yeah. Um, Eerie was like my... In episode 13, I talked about them being my jam. Yeah. Because of the rules, the decree. Mm-hmm. I think my new one is the Badgers because... Yeah, yeah. They have, like, the decree light. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because you can choose to ignore certain parts and not go into turmoil. Um, But it is a decree. Yeah, you can can do as much as you need to. And then you're just like, well, I guess I'm not doing this. Oh, well. Yeah. And I like how... I'm not dead. Right. I like how they... They're... uh, I mean... I guess you could argue there is a lot of battling with them, which I don't mind, but I like that their their main focus is just to get relics. Yeah, they're just like hunters. Mm-hmm. So they're not out to kill you just to kill you. They they do it for a purpose. Right. Which I guess everyone is in the game because the point is to get 30 victory points. Right. Um, I also like the lizards. It's another... Um, non-aggressive or whatever the factions are called that aren't what's that word it's gonna come to me yeah um i like those um because when people battle you and kill you your warriors killed in battle can show up and do great things on your turn that one's really difficult or maybe more at the mercy of the group when there's a lot of people because they're Everyone's discarded cards kind of determine your next turn. Insurrectionist. Yeah. 
That's the word. Oh, that's the word? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I, I haven't experienced like a lot of success with them as our root, uh, in our root group. There's one time where I just destroyed everyone. Yeah, you steamrolled probably everybody in four turns. It was the shortest game, <laughs> seriously, that we've ever played of root. Yeah. And it was like 30 to 14. Like, no joke. And I think, I mean, it wasn't the first time we've played, so I can't say, like, beginner's luck, but I think it was just a fluke of everyone was not worried about me. (laughs) Because I think I had, like, a total of eight points the last time I played the lizard in our root group. So I think everyone was just like, well, I mean, we certainly don't have to worry about her at turn two. Yeah, like, the lizards, she doesn't know what she's doing. (laughs) But you had played a lot of the lizards and i think you might have even played them on the phone too oh yeah to get used to it and figure out what the deal is yep well let's jump into uh more of like the new stuff yeah so since we've mentioned all these factions since we talked about it last i think we just had the base game so we've bought everything yes (laughs) since then so it's gone from four factions to ten so we have the otters, which we mentioned. We have the lizards. We've got the moles, the crows, and then the newest guys, the rats and the badgers. Yep. So, and they are all asymmetric factions. Obviously, they all play super different. Right. Um, and they just add, I just like how everyone's different. That's what I think I like the most about this game, because I like new new games and playing them once or twice, and then I'm probably like, Okay, I'm good. Yeah. But with Root, I feel like I could do that kind of forever. Right. <laughs> because every time I play, it's different. Yeah. Very different. Exactly. Um, the new factions you mentioned, the Badgers. Yes. And the Rats. Yes. How do you feel about them? Um, I really wanted to like the Badgers because there was a lot of, like, the Rats are fine. The Badgers, they just seemed interesting. Um, and then... You found them. Well, I think we wanted to each play it through. We each uh, played the new guys once. Once before we brought the new ones to the root group. Yeah. And I understand them and I was trying to get strategy down. And then like, I think I lost that game and then against the rats. And then you played the badgers. And then I think I lost that game with the rats. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I like them. I think they're both great. Right. I, I find it really hard to beat the rats. Like, I don't know how to counter them yet. I would like to see the rats and the cats. Rats and cats? Yes. Mm. And not just Dr. Seuss reasons. Yeah, not but that doesn't seem rhyme. that doesn't seem all too crazy because the cats just have one person in each place. That's no, not just nuts. because of the sheer amount of orange and red on the board. That'd be crazy, yeah. Um, the, the rats have a lot of warriors on the board. Yeah, they get points by owning more territories. So the more territories that they own that only have their faction Pieces. in it, yeah. they get points. And yeah. so I and obviously you just need to go to where they're empty yeah. and fill up the gaps. And so like we weren't able to do that in our last game and the guy won by, you know, 9 points or whatever it was, but Yes. I like the two new factions. I am just always impressed with how Leader Games is able to not just think of new creatures, but 
they fit in and they're also asymmetrical. <laughs> like, oh, this fits in the game, but it's unlike any other faction that we've seen before. Yeah. And they all interact well together. Yeah, it blows my mind. Yeah, it's really it's really cool. Um I can see I can see these two factions being some of the more popular ones. Um I see a lot of people saying like I have root, but I don't have any expansions. What should I get first? And they're like, oh, you got to get Marauders uh, because yeah. the two new ones are so great. And there's a lot, there's a thing called um, weight with all the factions. And so depending on how many people you play, you want to get us to a certain number of right. quote weight. And so every faction is ranked based on how well they work together. So like the lizards, for example, I think are just really low. I think they're a two. Yeah, there are two or so if four you, even. If you play know. that, in, you can't really play that in a two-player game and have a good experience. Nope. So, like, these two new factions have a higher weight. And so, like, a two-player game, which we did, went really well. Yeah. Yeah. We had some help with the new hirelings, which we'll talk about in a second, which is probably my favorite thing. Yeah. Um, but it's just something to keep in mind when you're thinking about Root. Yes. Not every because they're so asymmetrical, they don't all work together well together. Right. You have to especially as the numbers around your table change, you have to be very conscious about which factions you're putting together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't want I think the board we played might have been too crowded. Maybe. We could have used a couple more like of those insurgent factions, like yes. maybe a vagabond and maybe yeah, vagabond. a lizard and crows, like they're not on the board much. Right. But it might have made it a little bit more interesting. We had a lot of meeples on the board. A lot of them. <laughs> yeah, so let's talk about the hirelings. Yeah, the hirelings are my favorite part about this expansion. They are mini factions, neutral factions. And right. they're all based on factions in the game. Well, not necessarily. Not all of them. Every faction in the game has a hireling version. Oh, okay. And then there are new hireling-only factions that you okay. can do. And do you want to describe like kind of like what they do and how it works? Yeah. So they um, it depends on how many players you have because if you have two players and you're playing hirelings, they do more because there's more need for them to do stuff in a game to make it interesting. When we played the hirelings with five players in our root group, they didn't do anything at the start of the game. They weren't as impactful right away. Right. Yeah. So there's a a promoted side and a demoted side. There we go. So like if you have the more people you have, you're going to play the demoted side. It's still going to help you, but maybe not as much as... At a lower play count. What they're meant to do is fill the gaps for those low play count games. And they're and they was really was really good at that. I thought we played a couple two player games of the new factions, and we put in two or three hirelings each game. Yeah, you always do three. Three. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we played the Marquis de Cat hirelings. Yep. Um, there's a new porcupine it's like pink yeah there's like the bandits <laughs> yeah or the oh, band no, the, the band I yeah think. there's the band and bandits so right yeah um and then we played a deer the protector that was cool um 
Yeah, there's we've played the crows. We did the crows. We did the moles. We've done the woodland alliance. We've done yeah. So what, many of them. How they work is they have their own separate card and they're off to the side of the board. And at the start of the game, they are neutral, or yeah, not, neutral. Yeah, neutral. Yeah. And then the first player to hit four victory points is going to gain control of one of the hirelings. Mm -hmm. But not for the rest of the game. They're going to roll to see how many turns they have control of those hirelings. And the same thing when you hit eight victory points and 12 victory points. So that's the three. You know, like the three hirelings go at four, eight, and 12. And so they're going to keep changing hands throughout the game. So then when I, let's say I roll the die and I get my hirelings for two turns. Well, at the end of those two turns... I give it to someone else, and that person's going to have to roll the die. And they only get them for, shoot, one turn. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to have to give them up. So in a two-player game, you're passing it back and forth. But in a five-player game, you know, you give it to the person that's behind, least threatening to you. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And so that's, that's fun because it still feels like there's hope. Like the person that goes up in victory fastest at the beginning is going to get the chance to play the hirelings first, but they don't get to just sit on those riches. They have to pass it around. Right. Yeah. It's funny that it, that it works that way Mm -hmm. that the first person who gets there first gets him. Right. That seems a little backwards. Well, I don't like it did at first and I don't know that I've, completely solved why they did it that way but in my head i'm like you know that person who's the strongest can maybe do at that time can do the most with the hirelings and then they're gonna pass them to someone and now those hirelings are in theory stronger yeah that's true when you pass them i think the story that leader says is like in the woodland you're making if you get to four points first you're making the most noise and becoming the most famous. And so these neutral groups want to join with the most powerful faction. And so that's okay. why you get to choose and hire one of them first. That makes sense. Yeah. So I think that's that's the lore again uh, about it, but And I really like that they change hands. Yeah, that's that the funny thing is is that you get to choose. Right. Like you said, in two-player, you're just exchanging them. But there's a lot of strategy in that, too, because it's like, well, I just moved all these moles over here, but I have to give Angela the moles at the end of this turn, so they're not going to be my friends anymore. Right. And now this is now an enemy location, and I have three guys or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's a lot of extra layers. Um to think about and they can help you with rule yeah um they help the rats we were talking about like the way they score points is having tokens and pieces with no enemy tokens and pieces well if a hireling is yours it's not your enemy that's true but i think the rat rule is it has to have lord of hundreds pieces yes but it can have both you and your hireling in there yeah okay yeah i think we Um, looked that up yes so it just brings a whole nother layer of (laughs) i was gonna say chaos but it's not that daunting it's just more 
more fun mm-hmm. for a two-player game. Kind of like we talked in the first episode uh, of Root back in episode 13. We talked about the bots. Yeah, those are bit. very difficult to play. They are. Well, that was actually part of the new expansion, too. There's a new right. bot. There's a new bot box. That's true. Which I haven't even looked at. Which is a good sign that we haven't needed to look at it because that means we've got players to play, play with. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's very true. And the two-player game has been um, upgraded because of these hirelings. Yes. And because of these higher-weighted factions. Correct. I would love to learn the crows. That's one I've mm-hmm. always been interested in. And that's not good in a, two, a true two-player game. Right. So maybe that's where the bots come in, and I could experience losing <laughs> as the crows. <laughs> there you go. Um, I, I'm trying to think. I mean, I feel like I just found the badgers, and I like them a lot. Yeah, that seems like a good one for you. Um, but I've never played the Woodland Alliance. Nope. I've never played the Otters. Mm-hmm. So those might be my... The challenge. Your next ones? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I when I got when we got the Marauders, I was all into it. I was like, okay, Christian, this is what's gonna happen. You're gonna learn one of these new ones, and that's gonna be one of yours. Yeah. And then you're gonna learn two others, and those are gonna be your backups. <laughs> and then it's all you're ever gonna play in this game. You're just gonna get like super good at Yeah, this. and then that didn't happen because I <laughs> I think we can. I think we've kind of talked about our highlights. We had that that we we're going to talk about. Like, what are some of our highlights? Yeah. In Root, is there anything else that you want to mention for a highlight on the highlights of Root in um, the past year and a half or so? No, I think we've mentioned everything that I wanted to say for highlights. Were you going to say a low light? Yeah, I was going to go straight to low lights, <laughs> and I figured we better start at the top of the mountain before we go into the valleys. No, we've given a lot of top of the mountain info. We love this game. Yes. I would say it's one of my top five. Yeah. Easily. Yep. However. Tell us a low light. (laughs) I'm terrible. I lose a lot. And maybe it's just what's, or like a trend, or I don't know. But I I feel like I haven't won a lot of games recently. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, when we started playing Marauders, I lost four in a row against you, maybe. Mm. And that sucked. Right. <laughs> Normally, it doesn't bother me. Or in the past, it hasn't bothered me. Yeah. And it really started to bother me for some reason. And I don't know why. Well. Do you know why? <laughs> I hate losing. We've talked about that before. So I understand the losing hatred more than how you used to be like i think in episode 13 you had a quote that was like i lose this game a lot and i don't mind no i'm 100 percent mind now yeah and it's beyond root no it's in other games as well i don't know if it's just because i just didn't care about winning for so long that the actual losing of the games i don't know boiled over or something right and I don't know how, <laughs> this goes beyond root, but I don't know how to like get over it. I've Maybe won games since, you know, playing root, but for some reason, like, it's not as satisfying. There's something about, there's something satisfying about winning a big game. 
Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and you Or like one that I've just put so much energy into. Like even we played we played Fort, which is another leader games. Yes. Game. And I was I put so much mental energy into it and I lost terribly. And I I don't think I ever have lost that game. Yeah, you're very good at that game. And then like two in a row, just dead in the water. Right. And I was so <laughs> mad. We played Merchants of the Dark Sorry. Road. Did you lose that one? Oh, yeah. Okay, I didn't remember. I thought I had you again. I was like, I got her. This is easy. And then you're like, nope, 7,000 points. <laughs> yeah, 7,000. Um, and then what else have we played recently? I feel like, well, I guess cooperatively, you don't really experience the same. Like no, Marvel w- United. Winning Marvel United <laughs> means nothing to me. <laughs> It's just not as satisfying. Right. Because I think it's just because I, re- I think I realized that I'm there to play with the kids. We played a lot with the kids. Right. Or I have only played it with them. Um, so I don't I don't care if I win or lose that game because it's not there's not much going on or the investment right. isn't there. Yeah. You're I don't know. You know what I mean? Other things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wonder about that. And this is maybe like. I know we normally take a break between, like, our main segment and... <laughs> yeah, we kind of transitioned away from Root, but we'll wrap it up after we continue. <laughs> no, I think this is good, because this is just uh, wondering if anyone else out there has ever gone through... Maybe it's just a season, or, like, a rut, or whatever you'd call it, but no one likes losing. We get that. But there, we have entered into a season where it's almost like... I don't, like, you tell me if this is putting words in your mouth. You don't want to even start playing a game. That's 100% true. I don't want to play games. Yeah. Because I know I will lose. Right. And so why would I put in two hours to feel like crap after? What's up with that? Yeah. (laughs) That's so hard. It doesn't, because... it didn't matter for the longest time. Yeah, I was you all used about the opposite. Yeah, it was all about just come over and have fun, whatever. Like we'll play, and I'll lose, and it'll be fine. Yeah, so maybe you've just experienced like a like a goal change, where like your goal was just to play games and get people into it and get a group. Yeah, and now your goal is well, I've already got that, so I take that for granted. So now my goal is to win. win. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to do that. Because th- this is this is what goes through my head. Like, I mentioned it earlier in this episode and probably every episode. Like, I like new games. And that's what I like to do. So, do a, is, that, is that what hurts me? Because I have all these rules in my head. Like, I could probably pick out a game on our shelf... And know how to play 80% of it, like, right away. Yeah, which is blows my mind. We don't have a shelf of 20. No, we have a shelf of 100. 120. Yeah. And so, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, let's go. I'm not going to win. <laughs> right. But I can get us going again, and I can remember the rules. But I can't win it. Well, so you're saying, like, you're just spread too thin. Yeah. I could... I mean, I guess I could see that, because you... You'd love that new experience. I do. So, 
that's just, I mean, unless you're experiencing beginner's luck every single time. But I don't win the new games. That's Maybe. what I'm saying. You're not like, you're not going to get good at something because you're not playing it Enough. repeatedly. Yeah. I don't know. Like practicing the banjo. Like practicing, but then you don't want to think of games as practice. No, that's just, that's dumb. <laughs> and that's why, that's why I was like, I need to get good at three people in Root. So that when we play it, I at least have a somewhat of a chance. Right. Because normally, I'm the guy who wants everyone else to have a good time. And it's probably be- becoming at the expense of my good time. Yeah, so maybe you need to like refocus on... Okay, everyone's here. Everyone knows the game already. We're not so focused on is everyone having a good time learning. We're like, maybe you just need to focus on yourself. This has been a good therapy session of Married and Bored podcast. We are here. And guys, write in some encouragement to Christian. I need to know how to win. He needs to know how. (laughs) <laughs> and and how to have fun with games again. I have a good time. And then sometimes afterwards, you're like, did you have a good time tonight? I'm like, no. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. So that and that, you know, like hurts my heart a little bit. Because even though I'm the rules and the winner and the, I don't know, concrete sequ- sequential one in our relationship, I still, I still like a good time. And I want you to have a good time. Yeah. Too. Yeah. So, you know, there we are. That's Root. <laughs> well, maybe we'll break now. And then I think you had an idea about coming back and talking a little bit about Leader Games. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's do that. This episode is sponsored by Show It. Are you stuck in a boring website template? Maybe you don't even know where to start. Experience the true creative freedom with the drag and drop simplicity of a Show It website Our website, marriedandboard.com, is a show-it website, and we love how simple it is to create. Get started for free at showit.co. You won't be disappointed. Well, there you have it. I'm happy again. Oh, he's back and he's happy. We took a four-hour break. (laughs) It's been a whole year, and he's (laughs) back and he's happy. We recorded this years ago. No, so there is our root update. Um, It's great. There's n- there's not much we can say that is bad about Root. For real. Six-player game might take too long. I think we had high hopes for that. Woodland Alliance, maybe not our favorite. Rulebook might not be our favorite, but honestly, <laughs> guys, we're, we're nitpicking things when this is just a really good game. Yeah, and there's you know what? There's a whole other map that we have never played on. That's true. So I'm looking forward to doing that. Probably not with six players. Maybe not. Fingers crossed. It's yeah. tight. It's a tight map. There's a bit. There's one with a big lake on it, and there's one that's like underground with tunnels. Changes it up quite a bit. Yeah. And you know what? We didn't even talk about is landmarks, but we don't need to go into that. Look it up. They add like another wrinkle. The, King of the Hill type of thing. Yeah. Other things as well, but they add just another layer. To the beautiful tiramisu. Tiramisu, that is root. Yes. Rootamisu. Yes. So how about Leader Games? Yeah, so root is um, it's published by Leader Games, um, which is one of our favorites. I think we mentioned that a lot. Shout out St. Paul, Minnesota. Yeah, they're from Minnesota. You can't really say anything bad about that because we are from Minnesota. <laughs> right, and we'll take it extremely personally. <laughs> 
But so they, um, in Leader Games news, they just wrapped up their Kickstarter for their newest game called Arcs, which is a space game. The Final Frontier? No, it's okay. not the it's not the Final Frontier, okay. but it's a Frontier. Got it. Um, and I'm really looking forward to it. Well, you've had a little preview online, yeah? Yeah, so I played the tabletop simulator version of it Mm -hmm. with my friend online. Now, it is interesting because it is three and four players only, um, which for us adds a wrinkle as always, right? If we could find that board game couple, (laughs) there's our four. Or just, you know, the board game loner. The one single person. The one person? Yeah. Like, who'd want to come and play board games with a married couple? Um, Our friend John has done it. I know, but I'm just saying, like... But that was in the midst the f- of COVID, yeah. and maybe he was desperate. <laughs> we would love to have John over all the time, but I'm just saying, like, that person, uh, whether they want to or not, they kind of become the third wheel. Right. So, it's just kind of like an odd dynamic. Unless, That's like, true. we had... Uh, a sibling or something like that, but yeah. we don't who enjoy. And that's just that. <laughs> oh, okay. That wasn't an edit. That was Christian's voice. Just <laughs> cutting completely out. All right. If you wanted to be our third wheel, we would try to make it not awkward at all. No, for sure. Um, but this is a, it's a cool, it's like, I don't want to say root in space. Arcs is root in space, but root in space. it's kind of like, it's got a lot of, root vibes it's got some the rules for movement like you can't move into a a planetary system unless you rule the destination or you rule the um the original planet yeah it's got that rule it's got some oath vibes where you're telling stories and every like between each game um things carry over okay so and the interesting thing is is that the actions are done by taking tricks that's right, cards. Yeah. Trick-taking game. Trick-taking game. You didn't mean magician tricks. Well, you could. I don't think <laughs> you I don't think that's how you play, but if you make stuff disappear, fine. Right. Che- it. Cheating. Cheating. Did you, did anyone else back root or root? <laughs> Arcs. Arcs. Um, I am eagerly awaiting it. However, their estimation for their delivery date is December. 23. Oh, so, so probably first quarter of 24. Oh, that's such a long time. Ugh. I know. Terrible. But there's another leader game coming out. Yeah, too. so I, w- I just want to ask you of what you know about it, Arcs. Oh, Arcs, okay. What What do you think about it? Because you're not, you haven't looked into it as much as I have. You didn't play it on TTS. Right. You just kind of heard it from me and maybe watched the video on the Kickstarter. Correct. I feel that it's a leader game, so it's going to ha- be high quality, and we want it in our collection. Am I like super intrigued by the theme and the gameplay? Not yet. Okay. But then again, I wasn't really with... I didn't really know anything except the hy- hype of Fort. True. I didn't really know anything except the hype of Root mm-hmm. when we bought it. So I I guess I'm just, I'm trusting in the name. Yeah. It's such a good quality company that brings out quality games. And so I'm trusting in the name. Yeah. 
And you know why it's called arcs. Do you know that? Do you know why? Well, spaceships make arcs <laughs> no. in the sky? <laughs> That's a good guess. Okay, I don't know. So do rainbows. Yes. Yes, but rainbow is not a four-letter word. Um, Correct. It's uh, story arcs. Story arcs. Yeah, so it's meant so it's meant to be played in like three to four game sessions of a story arc. Got it. And so like you're going to take different pathways and have different objectives as the arcs progress until there is finally a winner at the end of game three wow. or maybe game four. Okay. But they do say that you can play, you can do a whole session in an evening if you want. Oh, okay. Yeah, it might take it might take three or four hours to do that, but you, it's possible. Okay. Yeah. And the four-letter thing, got it. Because <laughs> vast and root. Uh-huh. Fort. Yeah. Oath. Oath. <laughs> Arcs. And then ahoy. Ahoy! Yeah. yeah, what's up with ahoy, man? This pirate game that's coming out, uh, I know nothing about it. Well, I know everything there is to know about it, and it's not much. <laughs> not much. I was hoping that it would be out at Gen Con. Um, and maybe it still will be. Maybe they'll drop the bomb and be like, it's available in limited quantities. And then I'll go get it when I'm there. But I don't, I don't know. Otherwise, it's probably even further out than ARCs. No, I don't think no. so. I think it's this fall. Oh, okay. Yeah, like a direct to retail, not Got a it. Kickstarter. Got it. Like you can order it in October and it'll ship at Christmas or something like that. Okay. I mean that might be that might be a good placeholder until That's <laughs> until true. arcs comes. A good placeholder. But, That's right. Ahoy. So of uh, uh, there's also Leader Games Oath. That's their biggest, literal biggest game. Yes. You haven't played Oath yet. I have walked through Oath with you. Yep. Um, we had to like neutrally play a third player because it's not a two player game. No. So I don't think I don't think I've gotten the oath experience, but mm. I know what you're talking about because I understand the rules and Yeah, that's one I want to play more. Mm-hmm. But as we mentioned with our group, they like interaction a lot. This one doesn't yeah. have that. There's a lot of I'm gonna do this on my turn. Right. And then if I'm gonna fight, I'm gonna fight one person. So it might not be me. Or right. you know what I mean? And so like the more people that you have in the game, <laughs> the longer that downtime is. Yeah. But I really like how everything carries over. And I'm hoping that we get another chance to play it again. Because I think there's a lot more there. And I think that it is, it is fun. And I think our group, most of them like it a lot. But it's just getting it back to the, table, the table again. Yeah. And getting everyone invested to play it. Totally. We, you didn't play it the last couple times we did it. Like would That's you true. would you jump in? Like it's cool because you don't need to have played the previous ones. Um, sure. You kind of just need to know the rules. Yeah, I would jump in. Okay. 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 Are you thinking of your schedule? <laughs> Work me into that schedule. <laughs> and then um, you know, we might as well just hit up Fort. Yeah. That's obviously the one you've played the most. Talk to us about Fort. Root might be the one I've played the most. Well, that's with true. All the solo games I played during COVID. That's right. You did do a lot of cats. <laughs> um, yeah, Fort. I 
I this has been a roller coaster for me. Well, maybe not even a roller coaster. Maybe just like a standard U curve, because I've got all the hype when we right before we first bought it. We bought it. Yes. We played it. Yes. It was meh. Yeah, I think we said that in our episode. We did an episode on Fort 2. Yeah, it yeah. was just okay. It was okay. Uh-huh. And then time went by, like a good chunk of time. Probably a year. Year, six months. Yeah, probably more like a year. And then we played it again, and it was like, oh. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> yeah. And then we got the Cat and Dogs expansion, oh, yeah. which is the size of a literal pack of cards. So it's not like a big box expansion. No, but it changes so much. And then we have since played it even more and more frequently, I think. Just like maybe a month will go by and we'll play it again or like a couple weeks and then we'll play it again. And it's just so much more fun than that first experience. So it's like it started really high in my thoughts, went down because I realized, I don't know, it's okay. Mm -hmm. And now it's gone back up again. I wonder why that is. Like, why do you think... I understand... I was with you on the fall <laughs> of right, Fort. Right. Why do you think it's like crept back up? I think just unlocking more strategy. And do you think it's because we've played other games that are similar or like not as good or that's what I'm just trying to figure out. I think we're just playing more games and getting and realizing that this one is good compared to other ones. Well, maybe some of that, but also just unlocking more strategy. Like we're coming back to the game a year later so we're just better at games so like practice yeah but i don't to bring it it all back i don't think of it as practice because it's so fun to play no i know but i'm just making a joke at the (laughs) how we talked about practicing games to get good uh yeah yeah a little bit of that maybe a little bit of experiencing games that fall short and then realizing this one is actually good Mm-hmm. Um, maybe just taking a breather away from the hype of what we thought for it was going to be, and then now appreciating it for what it is. Yeah, I feel like another game that happened to us a little bit is Everdell. Yes, Everdell is really fun. It's a great example. And I think we were just kind of like, "What's what's the deal?" Well, everyone with was Everdell. raving about it, and so well, yeah, we're going to get it, and it was just. Okay. Again, it wasn't, we never thought these games were bad. We were just like, oh, this isn't the best game of my life like everyone was making it out to be. And then we've played Everdell a few times just this past like... Summer. Or like spring too. Yeah. Yeah. And really unlocked something else. More of the strategy. Yeah, you definitely. I still don't know what I'm doing in that one. But... I've enjoyed it more than I did the first go round. Right. And maybe it's just that time away where you're just like, oh, you know, bleh. Bleh. It's a big tall tree on a board. Big deal. <laughs> and now it's, it's the, that's the funny part about that game is like, I feel like the hype is all around the tree. <laughs> the, the table presence. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't, it doesn't need it. Like it literally no, doesn't need it, but no. it's just neat to have it. It provides tears for the cards and the meeples to And sit tears on. for when I lose. Oh. Well, Christian, I hope you'll get some encouragement. <laughs> Let's end on a good note. Okay. 
And let's talk about some things that are bringing us joy. Let's do one more thing about leader games oh, before okay. we do that. I just thought of this. I feel like whenever I try to transition, I know. I'm sorry, but I do that to me. I know. I'm just so spontaneous. It's great, <laughs> and you love it. So the next time we play Root, okay, let's say right now what faction we're going to be, and then maybe we'll do like an update on how it went. Okay. So, what faction do you want to play next time we play? Well, that's so hard because I don't want to bulldoze anyone that wants to play this. Fa- like, like if in someone, the group, if someone in our group is like, "Oh, I want to play the Badgers," I'm not going to be like, "Nope, I got him. <laughs> it's mine. It's my game, and I can play him anytime I want." But right now, I'm going to play him over you again. Okay, fair enough. Maybe it was a bad uh, so question. If if everyone's amenable to it. Okay. I will play the lizards. Lizards? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I don't know. Well, you can't ask me a question and then not answer it. No, I'll try the vagabond. There. That's I think a good I did one. I did that once uh-huh. and I had moderate success. Okay. Um and I think I'll try it next time we play. There we go. In the group. So. Got it. Interruption over. Take it from here. Okay, let's discuss what's bringing us joy outside of board games. Okay. Do you want to go first? Yes. Okay. I'm actually going to switch it up. Oh. Because I wrote down something earlier in the week in the show notes. Mm -hmm. And that thing is still bringing me joy. Yes. But just going to update it. Okay. What's up? So we talked about woodland creatures today in Root. Yes. I have been really enjoying pet videos. <laughs> and they're bringing me so much joy, you guys. What do you mean by pet videos? Like, just reels. Not of our pet. No, no, no. Um, like, reels of, like, kittens and puppies and dogs, cats, bunnies. Um, and then I look on, like, our State Humane Society page, and I just want... Like to get all of them, and Christian doesn't want me to become a crazy pet lady. That's true. How many cats did uh, your mom have when I met you? Four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. Right. And so that's what I'm used to, though. I grew up with four cats at pretty much all times. Like they weren't all the same age. So when one would inevitably pass, um, it would be within the same week. Uh, one time it was actually the same day we went out and got <laughs> I another... had no idea the turnaround was that quick. Yeah. That's why, I, like, I just am used to pets yeah. in the house. And then um, our dog was my, my first dog. So... Yeah. Our dog did pass away, which is sad. And so that might be why these videos are yeah yeah. yep so i know the one thing that the the thing that led to the videos is not joyful but the videos themselves are bringing me yeah you and the kids love those videos and then you all look at me with puppy dog eyes and kitty cat eyes going why can't we get a can we get a kitty yeah (laughs) eventually oscar the grouch over here oh man What's bringing you joy, Oscar? Um, losing, not not winning games. Uh, that's for sure. Um, oh, sarcasm! 
Um, I'll just we went on vacation a couple weeks ago. Uh, yeah. We went to California with as a family. We did the Legoland, and mm-hmm. we were at the beach. And the beach was just really fun. It's not yeah. currently bringing me joy because it is in the past, but <laughs> thinking about it and the fun that we had together brings me joy. Yes. It was a good vacation. That was the first time our kids have been to the beach. First time you have been swimming in the ocean. Yes. Which I've is been, wild. I know. I've been to the ocean. You've put your feet in. Put the feet in. I've flown over the ocean. Yeah, that's good. I have just never. You've been on a cruise. I've been on a cruise. <laughs> I've just never been submerged in the ocean. Okay. That's, that's funny. It's yeah, interesting. It is funny. So it was a great experience. Yeah. And we're looking forward to doing that many more times. Maybe not Legoland every time, but the beach. Our kids had, they might not admit it, but I think they had more fun at the beach. I think so. Than they did at Legoland. <laughs> yeah. They have to become rides people first. <laughs> we had a couple incidences yeah, it's on okay. rides, which you do. Yeah. Whatever. They're six and eight. Totally. What are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say my age, but I'm not six or eight, and I am not a big ride person. So No, but, yeah, Legoland and Disneyland, you can do. Yes. Yep. All right, guys. We hope that you are getting joy somewhere in your life. Yes. And that you can give Christian some encouragement. Yeah, Angela, I need it. I have tried all my all my big and small words to impact his life. It's just you know the hobby that you just love and you start a podcast over all of a sudden became becomes like not very fun. Oh my goodness. It's You're it's, supposed to be ending the podcast. I know, on it's just night. wild and it's it it's confuses me. Yes. So I'll end it there. Okay. Angela, why don't you uh, tell everybody how they can get a hold of us? Okay, everyone. This might be our last episode apparently. <laughs> no, so. I just I'm just kidding. I'm just being real. Just this be is real. real world. Be real. Okay. Uh, if you would like to get a hold of us, we can be reached in numerous ways. Uh, we've got hello at marriedandboard.com. That's our email. You can go to our website, Married and Board, and fill out a form there. You can go to Instagram. We are at Married and Board. Mm-hmm. You can go to Twitter because yes. we tweet at Married Board. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's about it. We love it when people reach out to us, contact us. um, Give us tips on getting over the slump. Yep. Uh, Give us tips, painting tips. Totally. These are all tips towards me. So is there anything that you... Send me cat and dog videos. There you go. Cat and dog videos. (laughs) You know what, Angela? I hesitate to say this, but you haven't even opened TikTok. And there could be so many videos on TikTok. Um, I feel like I'm too old. Well, I definitely am too old, but I know we should probably get one. So okay. <laughs> maybe well, stay tuned for go. that. Stay tuned for our TikTok. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll come at you in, cu- in a couple weeks with a new episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Married and Board podcast. And guess what? We have a website where you can listen to podcast episodes and so much more. Find us at marriedandboard.com. Or you can email us at hello at marriedandboard.com or follow us on Instagram at marriedandboard. Music in this episode is by Joseph McDade. See you next time. What are you laughing at me for? Hello. We hey, are married, married and board. Again. Married and board.
episode. What Maybe do you get bored. when you're married? You're bored. <laughs>